Welcome to NFT presented by Packard Media. I'm your host, Dr. Jeremy. I was joined in this episode by Tyler, a prominent Top Shot collector who recently organized during the NBA Finals a massive moment giveaway, uh, bringing the community together, doing a really awesome stream, um, and basically just paying it forward. And that's what I like about Tyler. And then we're also going to get into his new project, which is a, a sort of um, opportunity to get the Top Shot community together in real life. It's really exciting, and uh, I think you're going to enjoy hearing what he has to say. So let's get into it with Tyler, JTC for free. Here we go. Joining me on the MyMoment.com guest line, it is none other than Twitter favorite, JTC for free. Tyler, welcome to NFT. How are you, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Bro, this, this episode has been a while in the making, huh? It has been. It has been. But if you told me two months ago that I'd be doing an NFT podcast, I'd say you're crazy. And here we are. Yet here, here we, we are. are. I mean, it got in the DMs. Yep. I told you. I said, if you come in the DMs, you end up on the show. That's how it works. And then even today, someone else ended up in the DMs, end up on the show. You told them. And guess what? Yep. That's what happened. Look, man, it's, it's great to have you on. Um, you've been just, I would just describe you. I put you in the Joe Swam category of a kindness ambassador in this NFT wow. space. Um, yeah, you're a positive person in the community. You're doing a lot of really good things, but you know, as get started, can you just sort of break down your entry point into the NFT space? Like what got you into this weird world of avatars and JPEGs? Yeah, I'll start um, a, a little bit earlier than, you know, Top Shot. Um, I've always been, you know, a sports fanatic, uh, but, you know, never really had the phys physical stature to excel in anything in particular. Um, started uh, collecting memorabilia around age 16. You know, I'd show up at Ranger Games. Um, I'm from the Dallas-Fort Worth area, kind of. But, um, yeah, I would show up at Ranger Games that were a 7 o'clock game at at noon just to get autographs and, you know, I'd buy stuff off eBay. So I've always had kind of a love for collectibles. Um, so that kind of, uh, died off a little bit after college just cause, you know, kind of seemed a little lame to have stuff, you know, hanging in my dorm room or in my house, you know, but, um, eventually, um, you know, once uh top shot came around and, you know, all the hype started coming up, um, I was like, wow, this is very interesting. You know, I want to, I want to get, I want to read more about this. And obviously this is around February where, uh, most people joined. Um, but, um, I, you know, I kind of aped in, I guess you'd say, which a lot of people did. Um, you know, I kind of followed the hype, you know, I was following, you know, Swam, I was following, you know, Pack Rip, you know, Girl Dad, all the big guy, all the big guys. And um, I was just really excited about it. I thought it was something very cool, very new. Um, you know, I have two nephews that, you know, they're always looking at their cell phones. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is easily the way, like, I, be I believe the world is headed, you know, just because people are glued to their phones. They're It's more of a, I think we're headed full digital, you know. Um, so when I joined, I started off with seeing stars. 
I did the seeing same, stars. Uh, same starting point for me, my man. That was my first yeah, pack. Yeah, it was my first pack as well. So I did seeing stars and um and uh you know, I got the uh, Durant reward, I believe it was. And um you know, held on to that forever. <laughs> but um that was my first little lesson. And then um you know, I had to start thinking, you know, how am I going to restructure this? How am I going to do this, you know? But then I made another mistake. I bought a manual quickly uh, badge moment, which was already probably priced in for $900. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said, you know, I kind of had to restart, re-strategize. Um, and then, you know, just kind of get a deeper understanding of what it was instead of just, you know, aping in for monetary value, if that makes sense, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I think for a lot of people, what what's happened with the Top Shot marketplace is that it's really sort of separated the, the collector from the investor. Um, and right. I'm not saying that you can't marry both of those. You can't both be a collector and an investor. I mean, everyone, no one wants to buy an asset and have it depreciate. So, um, okay. yeah, there's a natural desire to want both. But people who jumped in in that February time just to try to make a really quick dollar have since left for more of your NFT traditional avatar projects. And now sort of what's left is the, the, the basketball fan. And I, I do wonder what's going to happen in this off season. Cause we're kind of limping into this off season right now in terms of morale yes. with top shot. So it'll be interesting to see what happens and what they do to try to stoke the flames uh, over the off season. So you, you, Learn some hard lessons. You're you. So, how do you weather the the marketplace storm when everything starts to go haywire? And that's like right around like mid March or April, I think. Like things, the first sort of dive happens. Like you said, you kind of recalibrated, but like, what was your sort well, of strategy there? Honestly, I I it took me way too long to recalibrate. I had this false hope that you know, man, it just boomed uh, in February. So why can't it boom in April? You know. So I uh, I ended up taking a seventy percent loss on the Seeing Star set, um, and then like eighty percent loss on that Emmanuel quickly, um, and that's when I realized okay we got to we got to actually start thinking this this through instead of just you know hoping things are gonna just change on a whim. So that's kind of when I started to learn a little more and start you know you know collecting you know i've told a lot of people and i've written about it a lot you know the bubble moments i'm, I'm a, i was a real big fan of the bubble moments uh just because of their um uniqueness you know you got digital fans you know i have you know i have personal connection sentimental connection with covid moments just because of uh my mom and her lung lung disease and just how how much of that uh that was a scary moment for us during that time, you know, can imagine. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I kind of recalibrated and, you know, I started collecting those, you know, those S ones and, um, you know, it, it, it did keep going down, but you know, I felt better about it at that time, you know, cause you have something you believe in. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's, that was the first recalibration. I won't, I won't say it's, 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 um, I've, I've recalibrated again since then, but, um, but yeah, um, that's where I switched it up a little bit. Um, so, yeah. okay. So, so then talk about where we've talked about your sort of top shot collectorship, if you will, but can you talk to me about sort of like what's happening with Twitter for you at the same time? Because 
you know, from oh, my yeah. perspective, you're getting more involved in the in the NFT Twitter community as this is all going on. So why don't you just describe sort of as the marketplace is uh, shrinking at the time, w- what happens with your Twitter and what you're doing on Twitter from there? Yeah, and that's that's one of my favorite things to talk about as well. Um, so essentially, you know, um, you know, things were still going down, you know, the market was still going down. I was like, you know, what the hell, why not try, you know, just doing one of these giveaways I see all the time. So I, I don't even remember what, remember what the first giveaway was, but, um, probably it was like a $5 base moment or something. But, um, and to be honest, it was just to get, you know, a following a little bit at the beginning, you know, I didn't think there'd be any genuine connection or anything like that. Um, cause at that point I hadn't really been engaged in the community as far as, you know, being in the comments and, you know, getting to know people. But, um, I started that giveaway and it worked out well. And, um, and then I did another one, but I wanted to make it more personal. So I started adding, you know, things like, Hey, where are you from as a requirement? Or like, um, tell me something about your culture as a requirement, things like that. And, um, you know, it, it, it started becoming less of, you know, trying to gain followers and more of, Hey man, I'm making like genuine friends out of this. And you know, that's, that's what made it really special for me. It's funny you should should say that, right? Because here I am, I am in Dubai. Uh, my, my family is not here. They are in Chicago and, um, someone was, uh, over today and they were like, well, you know, are you, like going out with your friends, you know, like, what are you doing, you know, to pass the time? Because when you have, when you have three kids and a wife, you're busy, you know, you get home from work right. and your, your family time. And, uh, I was like, you know, my friends are on the internet. So I, I pretty much am talking to them just like I normally would, you know, and, and I do have some friends here. And luckily, uh, ironically enough, uh, I ended up meeting, one of my good friends, I got into NFTs. His name is Desert Mentor. He's on Twitter all the time. Yeah. But then yeah. there's someone I met, someone just DM'd me randomly. They're like, hey, I'm a huge Top Shot collector and I live in Dubai. So we're meeting for coffee tomorrow. So, oh, awesome. so but but it's it's hard because I don't know how you feel. Like the way I feel is that the, the NFTs have become such a huge part of my life and I'm so passionate about NFTs in general that it's hard for me to have a friendship with someone who doesn't share that passion because I mean, what the hell else would we talk about? Right. No. And I totally understand that too, because, you know, again, if you told me two months ago, I'd be living on the internet and, you know, talking on discord, you know, chats for seven hours with guys that I've never met in real life. I'd once again say you're crazy, Yeah. but I've done, yeah. I've done that, you know, and you know, just like you said, my sleep schedule is, is is absolutely slaughtered because of it but you know it's 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 great you want to know how i know tyler your sleep schedule is crazy because i have recollections of interacting with you in my like mid-morning and (laughs) i know like i'm just doing the math going like no one from the states is up at this time like man this guy he's up like you know what i mean like he's he's still awake and he's uh he's still in this so i know your sleep your sleep pattern's crazy so you're you're developing these friendships with people um let's fast forward a little bit in time and talk through uh your giveaway idea and and just walk the audience through what the giveaway was and where you landed on creating this big event and and how that all came to be yeah okay um so 
that all started um so after the first uh, giveaway i did um like i said i gained a little following and um and that was right before one of the holo drops was coming out so i said you know what you know you know why not you know try and you know you know try to do some networking and see if i can qualify for this so um you know i reached out to some people that weren't going to qualify people that had entered my giveaways and um and I ended up qualifying, and I did that by um, loans backed by contract. I basically, it's, uh, I'd be sent a moment, and um, I'd send them an email with an extensive contract saying, "Hey, you know, if I don't hold my end up end of the bargain up, you know, I'm hold me responsible." Basically, yeah. Um, but um, were you scared about that? Was like, I scared? T- like taking on the responsibility of entering these sort of arrangements with people like did it make you nervous at all or were you you okay no, not happening? no I knew my intentions were were completely honest I just knew I just knew this was probably one of my few chances to ever qualify for a holo pack so I was I was I was very determined to um you know to try to get there you know and yeah you know, I know some people don't agree with you know that strategy but you know it's utility and you know I had to make some deals to get there too you know, it wasn't all free, you know, um, for instance, you know, well, I don't want to give away some of the deals, but I'm, you know, I had to buy some people some moments. I had to give away an ML- MGLE from that pack, uh, which I did. I did land that pack, by the way. Which oh, I'm, sweet. Yeah. Very grateful. Very grateful. That's what allowed me to buy my Vince Young or Vince Young, Vince Carter. Listen, um, there'll be no Longhorn talk on this damn podcast ever. No, and no, uh, I'm just Boomer Sooner. I'm Boomer Sooner. Okay, I'm I'm an Aggie, so there. Just make it real clear, <laughs> and and this is not a video podcast. But what I'm doing right now is I'm panning the camera down so it can be very well seen by my my friend here, and he can see that there is an Aggie shirt on right now so you no can't see me either, but i'm going horns down bro. okay no then we're on the same page oh man i feel we like have, we, we, have, we need another show about the them trying to join the sec um that's uh, man, I'm, I'm so pumped for that yeah so okay so vince carter go ahead okay so yeah um so that floored me but it also ignited something that i never knew i had which is kind of a knack for networking and you know, organizing and honestly, it was addicting. So, um, so we started started coming up with this concept. Me and BF Lewis um, and uh, Basketball Joe, and um, we were like, okay, let's you know, let's see what we can do if if we can do like a big community give back because you know you have, you know, I hate to say it, but there's a big wealth disparity in Top Shot, obviously. Yes. Um, so, you know, I started hitting, hitting up some of the big, bigger accounts and saying, hey, would you like to, you know, be a part of this big community give back? And um, the response started off a little slow, but then, you know, the the GOAT uh, retro started it off with, you know, 10 moments donated. Jennifer Soto came in after him, another 10. And then um, and then they had this the throwdown, uh, the throwdown challenge. And I said, okay, I have another idea. Um, if we can pull together as a community um, all these throwdowns to where we can get the Mitchell Award, I'll pledge that into the uh, giveaway giveaway as well because we needed a, he- a headliner. Yep. And um, 
and we ended up getting that as well. So that was that was awesome. And I was, you know, just uh, I got more addicted, more addicted, and um, and that just got the ball rolling and rolling and rolling. And um, we uh, we collected uh, about it was about a hundred and ten moments slash NFTs uh, totaling around two to three thousand dollars in value. Um, uh, we streamed it on, uh, Jimbo, Jimbo, uh, M2G, I think is his Twitter, ta- uh, handle. Um, you know, and you know, one, one of my favorite parts of, of doing that was, is, you know, once this started gaining stream, we started, or gaining steam, we started getting moments from, um, you know, community members, you know, not even, you know, whales or anything, just people hate like saying, Hey, we love what you're doing. Yeah. Let, we let us to- contribute. Let me, let me put yeah. in that blew all of our minds. And, and we were just so floored and, you know, it, it's, it was, it was, it was a true testament to how amazing the community is. And, um, so anyways, we, you know, we went on a stream once we, once we finalized everything we had, 13 hour stream by the way <laughs> and um and that was kind of uh you know it was it was it was fun and that was you know I've I've said in my story my goal in this community was to kind of bring together the top you know five top one to five percent collectors with the, you know the bottom lower collectors and you know that was kind of the first example of that happening because not only did they donate but they also, you know, we had Jennifer Sutto on stream. We had Top Shot Captain on stream, you know, just talking Top Shot, you know, for extensive m- amounts of time. Uh, we had Dream Shaker. He was on for like three, four hours. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, and man, and people absolutely love just having their insight and, you know, and, you know, you're getting a gift directly from them too, you know. So it, it adds a little novelty to it as well. So, so what's next, Tyler? Like, what's the <laughs> the next sort of big thing that you want to work on in terms of your involvement within the the NFT and Top Shot community? What do you have your eyes set on? Oh man, we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, so we we don't have a lot. We don't, well, we have a lot going behind the scenes, but we can't really, you know say anything you know live yet because some of it's not in stone not even to just me i swear uh there, there's no one who'll hear this just just say whatever it is that you want to and uh oh yeah okay i mean it, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It, it, well we're, we're i'm pretty sure you saw it but we're um planning a three on three uh regional all over america basketball tournament and um slash meetup it's a you know meetup slash tournament um and we're also going to do a three-point contest that's going to be involved with that um you know we we've already had massive positive uh responses for that um you know anywhere from toronto la san diego new york dubai uh, chicago it dubai is available if you can Uh, help set it up dude it's no problem like i said there there are so many and the biggest sort of people that play basketball here are Filipinos. There are Filipino basketball yeah. leagues everywhere. That's, so. another, that's another one. Manila was a big one. That, oh uh, yeah, a hundred percent. That wanted to happen, and that's what that that parlays me into the other thing. You know, if anyone's out there and you want to, you know, DM me or um, 
or rock doggy or you're uh, you're ridiculous um you know we are looking for you know a host in certain cities you know if you're a whale or you know or if you're um you know someone who wants to enter you know the same goal someone who wants to interact with with the uh you know the smaller part of the community the lower percentage of the collectors you know what i mean um but um yeah and i think one of the coolest parts about it and uh one thing we're really excited about is uh the charity aspect um we are um the plan is um we're not sure on you know entry fees or anything like that yet so i don't want to say any of that sure you know because you know we're hoping maybe we could get you know some type of sponsorship or something like that but um we plan to work with the uh boys and girls clubs in each of these uh, regions that's awesome and, and um you know do do a type of split where you know the winner of the tournaments in each region gets a gets prize maybe regional moments like say you win the sacramento tournament you get a, a halliburton debut or whatever you know we have in the pool you know um but and then half of that you know money or whatever we come up with is going to be going to um the boys and girls club of sacramento and then um I'm trying to think um so I, I think that Chewy Wolf has got to be involved. If we're talking about Sacramento, I can't imagine he's any involved. project. He's involved, but he's a busy guy, so he does need help. Um, so if you're in Sacramento, for sure, Chewy, Chewy's looking for some help to, you know, he's got a family and, you know, a job and all that. So, you know, and it's, and it's, and it's going to be a tall task. You know, I'm not going to, not going to sugarcoat it, but, um, but yeah, um, we're really looking forward to it. It's just it's it's the what the how big we're planning it. It's it's taken some uh, it's taken some serious collaboration and some time to uh, to uh, to officially launch or announce. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I mean that. I think the next frontier, right, uh, is in real life experiences with the community. Like I think exactly. that's the, and so I think anytime now that. COVID is starting to get in in the U.S. in particular more under control. This this makes perfect sense, and I think it's a great uh, it's a great initiative that you have going on. But this sort of idea, it's clear that you have a passion for bringing people together in community, right? So, have you had any thoughts personally about you know, given that you're enjoying doing this so much, like what does it what does it mean for you in the future of what you do for work? Like, uh, has it changed your your yeah. sort of like perspective on what it is that makes you happy as a human being and what you want to do for your life as you get older? Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, like I said, I've kind of realized I have a passion for this and I don't know if it's just cause you know, how absolutely amazing the top shot community is or, you know, which, or if it's, I, I think I have a knack for it, but I think it's probably the former than the latter just because I love top shots so much and, you know, the people involved in it. Um, but yeah, I definitely, you know, I would love to, you know, have some type of role where, you know, this is what I do, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I just thought of something when you were speaking about how much you love Top Shot and it's just, I don't know why this clarity has just hit me. You have, you have, uh, like one of those lights shining on me and it just went like, oh, wow, this makes a lot of sense, <laughs> right? It's, it's like the whales lost a lot of money in Top Shot, right? 
these people buying horse trading these three thousand dollar, ten thousand dollar, fifty thousand dollar moments. But for the for the you and me of the world, where I'm like honestly, like I'm not spending you know more than a hundred dollars on a moment. Like that's very rare for me. I'm really into common moments and getting you know collecting the bulls because I love the bulls like you love the Mavs. Like, you know, did, did I lose, like, is my account like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, you know, in the red? No, but because I don't, I never spent tens of thousands of dollars in the first place. You know what I mean? Like, so, so yes, the marketplace sliding backwards is, you know, but I think for me, I was always planning to hold long-term. I was never looking to, to flip quickly. So I don't want to say it hasn't hurt me, but it really hasn't because I'm not selling anything. Yeah. And I do think, I, you know, I'm, I did make, you know, those mistakes, you know, just kind of aping into some of those moments, even the bubble moments, you know, because um, even since then, I'm not going to lie, I've sold off some of those because, you know, I've started to have, I've, I've restructured again, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way, you know, moving forward during the summer, you know, yep. because, because, you know, I hate to say it, but I realize, you know, a lot of these superstar, you know, debuts, you know, 25% of the supply is controlled by like five or 10 people. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to, you know, you, you I, need I mean, another I, strategy because to, yeah. yeah, yeah, I get you hundred percent. Yeah. Cause you know, you can't, you can't just have such a large percent controlled by such few people. Um, and, and, you know, Tyler, I wonder if part of this from the Top Shot perspective is th- the market slide is to try to get some of those people out, you know, like, like if, if like, because if you have some of these people that are like, you know what, this just isn't profitable for me anymore, that may be part of the thinking is like, it's going to open up more space for your average collector to have access to high quality moments. So I, I'm just thinking out loud with that. But so you yeah, you, that, you reorganized so- your strategy, right? You you've you you've said a couple of times like you're kind of constantly reevaluating. Um right. how do you have like people that you trust within the community that you sort of bounce ideas off of when you're making these decisions or is it something that you just go into the lab by yourself? What does that look like for you? One hundred percent. Um I'd say one of my one of my most uh, valuable um, uh, information guys, I uh, would be. Uh, I'm a Lucksack on Twitter. Give a shout out. Uh, he's a. He was a ten year. Uh, he was a poker pro on tour for ten years. Big numbers guy. Huge into spreadsheets. You know, he's always two steps ahead of the game. So I, you know, I like to get you know ideas from him and things like that. And that's kind of where I realized, you know, about how the S one uh, debuts, you know, were had such a, you know, big supply controlled by a small amount of people. So, you know, he kind of was, you know, spitballing me about, um, you know, focusing more on season two and season three. And, you know, instead of, you know, trying to buy these moments and, and just hope they skyrocket again, you know? Yeah. That's, that's kind of great advice for everyone right now. Listen, JTC for free. We're going to wrap up. Anything you want to talk about or plug or, or bring attention to before we get off today? Um, I mean, just keep an eye out for this tournament, man, because it's, it's, it's going to happen. Um, you know, we, we have some very motivated guys involved. I mean, Yuri's, Yuri's a genius. Uh, Aaron's a genius. Uh, Magic's a genius. You know, right now it's, it's us four and we're, we're looking for hosts, you know. So, you know, if, if, you're, if you're in a city – 
where you think you can uh, bring together a lot of people, please contact us, one of us at least, and um, let's see what we can uh, put together and let's um, let's raise some money for charity and let's meet in real life, you know, because you know it's there's a difference between. Um, there's a difference between, you know, chatting on the internet and they're in face to face, you know, sharing a beer, yeah. you know, yep. or several. That, yeah. Or yeah. A couple. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's do this then let's have uh Yuri and Aaron and let's have you guys all on once everything's finalized and we can do a big announcement on the show to kind of draw attention and get people pumped up for this. Yeah, Let's do that, man. That, that would be really awesome. No, yeah, but as be- I, as I mentioned on the front end, dude, you're a real one for sure. You you are uh, just a in my interactions with you a really really good human being and a kind person and I've been really happy to get to know you through DMs and I feel like our our relationship is uh, now a little deeper after having this conversation yeah. and I hope the audience uh, throws you a follow on Twitter I'll put your social and stuff in in the show notes and uh, yeah and vice versa I respect you know you were one of the first people I tagged in a giveaway as well and I and I respect what you do as well and. I'm glad we've gotten to know each other. That's, you know, it's you're just another power, another power of the internet, man. You're talking exactly. with some weirdo in, at Dubai at one in the morning, you know, who does not <laughs> uh, Right. But, but, you know, the, the thing about you is you do these things and what I appreciate about them is that your intent is to really bring community together. And, um, it's not a you thing. It's a we thing. And I think right. that the space needs more of that, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I just appreciate that that's what you're bringing to the table. So thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I want to thank my guest, Tyler, at JTC for free. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you haven't checked out the last couple episodes that have come out, make sure you check out the episode with Avery Acanini from Vayner NFT. Super interesting stuff from her. And we have a lot of great stuff coming your way with Jennifer Sudo. Uh, Pack Reviewing is going to join me for an update, uh, Top Shot related update from the Summer League in Las Vegas, where he is covering on behalf of Pack Rip Media. And then we'll also be getting into a Nine Lives Lounge episode with Adam Fish and Dream Shaker. And last but not least, uh, NFT special trying to teach you about the concept of liquidity pools with my good friend and colleague Desert Mentor. So uh, I think you're gonna have some really good stuff coming your way this week from NFT. As always, thank you so much for your support, your listens, your downloads, your likes, retweets, etc. It is sincerely appreciated. And without you, um, n- none of this would be possible. So thank you so much. And I hope you have a great week. This is Dr. Jeremy from Packrip Media presents NFT signing off. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye now.